0: What's going on on my podcaster? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle Bring you episode 2 of the night. And, um, I really, after I said I was going to make this podcast, I got to thinking and I was like, man, I really don't want to make a podcast now. So, I don't know how long it's going to be, honestly. But as I was thinking about it, for some reason I I just got sidetracked to start thinking about my father again. And, um, really what what made me think about it was I was going to tell everybody that no matter what you want to do in life, just do it. Don't be worried about what the next person thinks or so on and so forth. Who cares? That's the first thing. Because everybody and their brother loves to just fucking judge people on what they do with their life, how they live their life, etc. And my father was the reason why I, at such an earlier age, was used to not giving a fuck about what people thought, because he was one of the first people that would constantly judge me and criticize me, and nothing was ever right. Um, So I got used to it at an early age, probably 18. I was used to it by then, <clears throat> and, um, you know, even whenever I got older, like, in my 20s, he still was, like, against every single fucking thing that I said or thought, and, um, you know, that's kind of what led up to our downfall, was that I told him that I was tired of him being so judgmental and, uh, that if I wanted to scoop horse shit from a barn to make a living, and that's what I wanted to do, then he should support me. He said he should be a father, you know, instead of being worried about what kind of job that I have. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? If I make money and I pay my bills and I'm happy doing it, who cares? And he was, he was completely against that ideology. Like, he thought that I should go straight out of high school, going to college. But I think that he thought that I was too stupid to go to college. So he he told me to get into a trade. And I told him, I don't, I don't get it, I'm not going to get into a, a trade because I'm the jack of all trades. Period. You don't just learn one trade or one skill in life, you learn many skills and you make money off of many different skills. You know, you might know how to be a blacksmith, but if you are a blacksmith and you're a carpenter and you're a masonry, um you know, you can make money all year round. So, If you got one trade where you're an electrician and it gets cold outside and then you get laid off, then, you know, it's not a very good job to have. And I know people say, oh, you can collect unemployment, blah, 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 whatever. But I remember growing up. I was 16, 17, 18, and he used to ask me, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to be? And back then, I think I told him I wanted to be a truck driver, which, looking back at it, was stupid as fuck, you know? Why would I want to be lonely on the road for hours at a time, doing completely nothing but driving? I don't know. So he kept pushing me, he's like, you should go do that, you should go do that. I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want that. You know? And he kept pushing me. You should go back and get your CDL. You should go get your CDL. Go back to school. Blah, blah, blah. And I told him, that's just not what I want to do. Well, what do you want to do? I told him, I don't fucking know. You know? I'd like, you know, to be a nurse, is what I told him. Um. I didn't get into that until um, I came back from North Carolina long story short my mom kicked me out of the house I went and stayed with some family that lives in North Carolina and uh, while I was there I went and got my nursing my nursing assistant certificate cheap as hell it was like 200 bucks no homework everything was done in the class I come here, it's $800, we have homework, and it's just crazy I still graduated with a 95, but um, I got to realizing that not only do you see a lot of fucked up crazy shit when you're a nurse that you just can't really deal with or a nurse's assistant but you deal with office politics a lot Office politics not only uh, is bad for the work environment; it's bad for people's mental health. Like me, I just I can't stand walking past uh, a nurses' station, seeing two nurses sitting there talking. You got bed alarms going off. You got them sitting there filing their nails and shit. <laughs> they think, "Oh, we got nurses' assistants; they'll take care of it." Anywho my dad was always judgmental on what I wanted to do. Um I'm sure still to this day, you know, if I told him I was working at pizza, he would laugh, or he would criticize me, or he would say, What kind of job is that to work at a pizza place? What kind of career is that? You know, and that's that's the mindset. Like he he grew up with A father in his life he grew up with a father that was strict but fair he was an old-timer he was you know didn't put up with any bullshit and my grandfather I heard stories about how my grandfather used to tell him to get out there and get a job and he didn't know what the fuck he wanted to do either and he couldn't hold a job my grandfather telling my father Meanwhile, my brothers, or my my dad's brothers, my uncle, had a job at CWLP, and my grandfather had a job at CWLP, and my dad couldn't get on. He couldn't get a job. He was kind of like an outcast. So my grandfather used to tell him get out there and beat that pavement, get out there and find a job. And he found jobs, but they were, you know, working at Kmart for security, and you know, working security for an apartment complex. And supposedly, there was one point in time where he worked three jobs because he had three different kids that he had to pay child support on. You know, he fails to mention that. You know, he likes to play the victim and say, Oh, I worked three jobs to take care of you kids. That's what you're supposed to do. You don't just work, work a job and and pay for child support for one kid. That's not how, how it works. So, But that just, that kind of makes me sit here and think about how stupid he really was if he thought that that's the way it works. Like, or he was just trying to play the victim and, you know... Which, that's, that's what I think it is, but anywho, I, uh, I got to thinking about my father, and I don't want a relationship with him, I'm far past that point, I can't even trust him anymore, I don't even know who he is anymore, I don't know what he sounds like, I don't know what he looks like anymore. I I almost forgot track of how long it's been. I think it's been five years. I don't know. But, you know, whenever I tried to forgive him this last time and he didn't want to accept it, I heard through the grapevine that months later, like two or three months later, he wanted my sister to talk to me to get me to go talk to him. And I told her, I'm not really ready to do that right now. At that point... In my life, I was going through so much shit. Way too much shit to be dealing with him. And then for him to be rubbing shit in my face. You know? And I don't really have anything to say to him. You know? What he did was wrong. You know? Um, And I just don't see him as the same person that I used to. And even then, like... I used to go and see my dad... As a kid, I used to go and see my dad every two weeks, and I would go over there for the weekend for three days. That was it. So for 14 days out of the month, I'd see my dad for three of those days. So for the whole month, I'd only only go over and visit my dad uh, six days, and then every Wednesday after that, so eight days out of the month. So he was never around. He was literally, I was living with my mother, and my mother was on pills all the time. So I was ripping and running the neighborhood. I mean, I was, I'm not going to sit inside bored with nothing to fucking do, you know. I'm going to get out and ride my bicycle around. Even though I'm ten years old, I don't give a fuck. We're going to see how far I can go, you know. And they would tell me, don't go too far, don't go past this street, or be home when the street lights come on. And I'd fucking, whatever. I'd be out past the streetlights. But I was my own ruler. I was my own man. I was my own, you know, my mom was always in the bed all the time. Thank God she's gotten over that, but. And my father was never there. Even for school lunches and shit, I can remember when everybody would have their parents there for school lunches and shit, and I wouldn't have my dad there. And I knew my mom wasn't going to make it because she was on pills. So, um, but then, you know, he did come to a couple school lunches, maybe two or three. The whole time. And when he did, he was always late. And it just felt awkward. I mean, the lunches that we would have would be weird. Compared to the other kids' lunches. I mean, they would have regular lunches and here he comes with Pizza Hut. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. You know, like, you got all these kids looking at me because I've got Pizza Hut. You know. And... And not only that, but like I said, he was late. A lot of times he wouldn't show up. Um, And that's just kind of shit that sticks with you. This was back in elementary school, middle school, you know, this sticks with you. I mean, but it's just a record that I have in the back of my mind that he isn't worth a fuck. He is literally, like, one of the worst parents ever. If I was to have a kid... Like, everything that he's done is what not to do to my kid. It's crazy. And then he expects me to just forget that he tried to murder me at my sister's wedding and act like it never even happened. And tried to blame it on the fact that, oh, I had too much to drink. That's not what the fuck happened that night. So, I gave him the chance to just forget about all of it who cares about who did what who started what how it ended let's just both be adults let's get over it he didn't want that option he didn't want that option so whenever I do talk to him I'm gonna ask him what made you change your mind you know I gave you that option a long time ago and you didn't want that option so what makes you want forgiveness now The only thing I can think of is either he's getting worse in his condition, and he's getting closer to being crippled or dying, that he has serious health problems, and I think that's why he's kind of coming to a self-realization, but hey, I mean, um, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know, I mean... You dug that hole, you gotta deal with it. I didn't dig the hole, you know what I'm saying? I tried to save you, I tried to get you out of the hole before it was filled in. So, you know, I think he's also got a touch of, he's like senile and he forgets shit. Totally forgets shit, like... He was having a conversation with my sister for like an hour about how they were going to have a barbecue and all this other shit and then she gets a hold of him a few days later and he's, he's like, what are you talking about, I never had no conversation about no barbecue and this was like before he tried to kill me at my sister's wedding. So this was like at least five years ago. So he's getting older, he's starting to decline in health. And I'm not going to lie, it kind of makes me feel a little shitty. Because deep down I wish that things could have turned out different. But I'm not God, and I'm not Him, I'm not my Father. I can't force Him to do things, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, it's just the way it is. So, honestly, I feel like... I wish that he would have thought about it before he did those things, and that he would have bit his tongue or held back from doing those things. Um, there's many times where I get in a rage fit, I get pissed off and shit. But like I said, I let it go in one ear and out the other, I would blow it off, I say fuck it. And I just felt like that night he couldn't do that. He had so much built up with his rage and animosity from me and everybody else in his life. that he just had to let it out on somebody. And the wrong person to let it out on is your son. Like, i, I if I get to see him again, I want to tell him, you know, what if you would have killed me that night? What if you would have murdered me? You know, because you could have fucking... Killed me from uh, sweeping my legs out up from underneath of me whenever my my head hit the pavement. I could have ended up dying right there. Could have cracked my skull and had a swelling of the brain and ended up dying at the hospital that night. Just from that one leg leg sweep. He thinks it's, oh, it's just an innocent leg sweep. I just took his legs out from under him. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. But when you end up with gravel in the back of your head, yeah, there's something wrong with that. And when you're on top of your your only son and you're trying to strangle him to death, there's a fucking problem with that. So, as much as I'd love to forgive him, I mean, I've tried. I've tried. And I forgave him, but he didn't, want the forgiveness so i I, i'm not going to go back and you know give give somebody for a chance for forgiveness for the second time that's just not how it works if you go to god and you ask him for forgiveness if you say hey i was wrong i repent he'll forgive you but if you go in front of god and he says hey these are your sins and you say well fuck it i don't care and he puts you in hell and then you say okay okay i want to pay for my sins now you know it it doesn't work that way it just doesn't work that way so i know some people on this probably don't even believe in god that's your own prerogative um to believe in scientology or whatever the big bang theory there's some people out there that think that the earth is fucking round think whatever you want so I think um, you know I'm a very good writer long story short and I think I'm going to end up writing a book on my life because I think it will give some people a better understanding of where people come from on the other side of the tracks it will give people a better understanding about um, what to do and what not to do in life with children, with friends, with family. You know, it'll make you really sit there and read the story and be like, hmm, yeah, that is fucked up, you know. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, and I, I think it'll just, like I said, open people's eyes to what I've been through. And I might not even use my real name. I might go, I might use a fake alias, I don't know. But... I just want to offer people a viewpoint of my life. Because a lot of people don't know what I've been through. A lot of people think, oh, he's just some Midwestern white kid that's, you know, (laughs) got it easy. Fucking, yeah, he says he's depressed, but. (laughs) So it's going to take some time on writing it. Because I'm going to have to write it in between working and making these podcasts and shit. So it's going to take a little bit of time to be able to write it. And then I'm going to have to go over it and proofread it again. Make sure it looks good, sounds good. Um, It could be a whole year from now before it comes out. It could maybe be two years from now before it comes out fully. I don't know, I might I might put out the first half and then put out another half, um, but what I can say is, I'm going to start from the beginning, from everything that I know, from everything that I've been through that I can remember how life used to be versus how life is now, I'm going to kind of touch base on that a little bit. Uh, And it's just going to be a story about a kid that grew up in a normal neighborhood and everybody thought he was normal and he was really dealing with mental problems and dealing with a mom that was on pills all the time and a dad that was never around. It's basically what it starts off of. So, there's many, many other things mixed into that, but That's basically the main part of it. Um, And like I say, I wish I could just forgive him and forget about it and move on. I've tried. And I don't want to say, like I said, I have forgave him. I've given him the chance for forgiveness. I can still forgive him, but I don't want anything to do with him. If that makes any sense. So a lot of people will say, Oh, well you can't you can't do that. If you don't want anything to do with them, then you haven't forgiven them. Everybody deals with things a certain way. And like I've said, your friends might say, Hey, you should be doing this with your life or your Your family might say, hey, you should really be doing this instead of working here, or you really shouldn't be drinking too much, or you should be working out more, or who cares? Like, honestly, it's up to you if you want to take that advice, or if you just want to let it go in one ear and out the other. Honestly, about 7 out of 10 people that I talk to, I don't listen to them just goes in one ear and out the other, honestly. The other three people that I talk to, you know, I'll listen to them, I'll be like, oh okay. You know, I can look at it from that point of view, but it doesn't mean I'm going to follow their advice just because I can look at it from that point of view. It doesn't mean it's a better decision. So. Dude, when people, people that know me, they think that I'm not going to be shit in life. Ever. They think I'm just going to be some Joe Blow fucking no college degree motherfucker that has no money, that's never going to make it anywhere. That's what people, most people that know me think. It's great, because... I like to be known as a no-name guy. I like to be known as a Joe Blow. I don't like to have too much attention, if that makes any sense. So, I'm a simple man. It doesn't take much to uh, satisfy me. It doesn't take much for me to make a living. I mean, I've done it all and i've lived with nothing and at the end of the day like as long as i got a roof over my head as long as i got food in my stomach some good smoke i don't care got some clothes on my back i got you know air conditioning to stay cool there's a lot of people out there that don't even have air conditioning it's crazy But, um, you know, people are going to judge you. Whether it's family, whether it's friends. Just do what you want. Fuck everybody else. If it's your father that's fucking putting you down, fuck him. Tell him he needs to go get another job and take care of you if he's so fucking worried about your job. I just, I don't know. I really wish that he... My father would have been a better father. That... You know... I can remember... Growing up... Um... We used to get beat. I mean, like... I'm not talking about just getting whoopings with the fucking hand. He used to pull out belts. He used to pull out wiffle ball bats. And there was this one... Um fireplace scooper and it had a short handle on it and it was like made out of iron I guess made out of steel or iron I don't know really thin metal it had a really good whack to it I like to call it a little smoky but anywho very short handle I'd have to say like a 6 inch handle you know enough to grab a hold of And he used to beat us with that, he used to beat us with, like I said, belts and shit, but his, one time, he went to smack me with a belt, and the belt buckle hit me in the face, and had a mark on my face, and my mom fucking threw a fit, (laughs) she was trying to fucking get pictures of it to call DCFS on (laughs) him, anywho, He's been abusive since I was a kid. Mentally abusive as well, you know, like I said. Like, he's better than you, you need him, you know, you're nothing without him. That kind of mental abuse, I guess. And yes, you are dependent on him at the time because you're still a kid. But then after you got older, you still had the same mentality. You need me. You know. But if me and my dad could have went out and did more fishing together. Went to a football game. Or a baseball game or something. Went to a titty bar. Whenever I became of age. (laughs) It would have been a lot more better. Go out for a, a drink or two every now and then. You don't have to get fucking shit faced. But... Go out and have a few drinks. Go out and get something to eat. You know, that's the kind of relationship that a father and son should have. You know, I've never had that. Ever. In my life. Let alone with the school lunches and shit like I was talking about. We have nothing in common. He doesn't smoke weed. He doesn't drink. He doesn't like fast cars. He doesn't... um, like video games he, he doesn't like anything that I like the only thing that he cares about is collecting coins and Sitting on his ass watching TV so Which by the way when he dies <clears throat> All those coins are going to be worth a lot of money and when I say a lot I mean He's probably sitting on like a half a million dollars in coins because he's been saving them for years and they're still in the sleeves, they're still in the protective coating thingy from the mint, never been touched, and he's got some rare shit, liberty dollars, mercury dimes, everything, he's got fucking boxes of coins, worth thousands of dollars. Thousands. I don't know why he's collecting them and saving them for all these years, because whenever he dies, his wife is just going to sell all of it. So, he's just collecting the shit for nothing. Because I know he's not going to pass it down to me. I'm sure he's already changed the will. So, anywho. (laughs) It just, you know... I sit there some days and I think, what if I had a kid, what would you do, you know, if you had a kid? Like, um, besides all the crying and the fucking shitty diapers and everything, like, what would you do once they got older, and how would you treat them, what would you do, what kind of clothes would you buy for them, you know, I think about this shit all the time. I think about, you know, maybe I should have a kid soon but I don't want to have a kid with the wrong person and be stuck with them for 18 years so I'm gonna find somebody that has a brain somebody who's intelligent somebody who's not gonna take me for everything (laughs) good luck on that right so then I got to thinking about adopting and a lot of people say you have to have money in order to adopt you have to have a house for them you can't live out of a van whatever I don't know if that's true but if it is eventually I'm not gonna you know eventually I'm gonna get tired of traveling around in the van and I'm gonna have saved up enough money to where I can buy a piece of property somewhere And I'm gonna I'm gonna build a little 3D printed house on it for like five grand. So then I'll have a house. I'll have a place, you know, to live, you know, and and whatnot, but that's later down the road. But it's still kind of I still think about it. I'm like you're not getting any younger. Hello. Nobody's going to take care of you whenever you get ready to die. You're not going to be able to leave anything to anybody because you don't have any kids. (laughs) You know, so I I think about that shit. But at the same time, I'm not irresponsible, and I know right now is not a good time. So, hopefully, here within the near future, within the next ten years, anything more than that i'm just gonna give up (laughs) but within the next ten years if i don't find anybody that i want to have a kid with i'll adopt i think the good thing is with adoption is if you get them when they're you know five to twelve you don't got to worry about shitty diapers anymore and it's right before they're a teenager so you can kind of, they're not too rebellious, you know what I'm saying, you can teach them good ways, while they're still young you get them when they're fucking 12, 15, or 16 you're fucked (laughs) I can just see it right now it's like adopting a dog, you know, they ask you, well, where do you work? how much money do you make? how much is your rent? they want to know everything all the time that's alright that just comes along with it so I'm gonna start working out soon I'm gonna get a membership somewhere but I haven't made up my mind kind of bouncing back and forth Um, between Planet Fitness and the Y, but today I was walking home downtown, and I passed this street that I don't use I haven't taken in a while, and it's not too far from my house, honestly, and it's a, it's a fucking, it's a full-blown gym, like, it has plenty of equipment there, you know, it's 24 hours, it's well lit, it's in a good area, And I think I would rather get a membership there than to get a membership at Planet Fitness or whatever. Because even if I moved, let's say I moved to the north side or I moved to the south side or the west side, it's still going to be just as far to get downtown no matter where I move. But if I get a membership somewhere at Planet Fitness on the south side and I move all the way to the north side. And I'm going to have to fucking make that commute every day to go to the gym. So I kind of want to look into this place downtown just to see how much they're charging. To see if it'll be reasonable. Is it going to be cheaper than Planet Fitness or is it going to be more? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I like the fact that Planet Fitness, you know, you can bring a friend with you and some of them have saunas and whatnot. That's cool. But is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, it's not too far from my job. So, I mean, as long as I'm working where I am for a while, um, it's, every time I get off work, I can go work out or I can go and work out before work and then go to work so since I'm already going to be over on that side of town I don't know I'm going to have to still think about it I'm still kind of up in the air on what I want to do and i got to come up with the money to get a whole year membership so we're getting there um, i bought some things here and there that I've needed uh, for a while now. But I've still got to buy another pair of work shoes. I've got to buy um, some clothes for the winter time. I've got to get my bike put in the shop. So I've got all this money that I still need to spend. So after all that's done... That's when I can start saving. And when I'm talking about saving, I'm talking about at least a thousand dollars a month. Living bare bones minimum. Getting the groceries that I need, and that's it. And the weed that I need. But no going out and splurging, you know, no going out buying movies off of Amazon after I've got what I've got I'm gonna be fine for a while so I'm gonna say definitely after Christmas time I'm gonna be ready to start saving so thousand dollars a month times seven months seven grand which is gonna be perfect amount for me to buy a van Register it, get my license back, and then actually start working on it. Get the tools that I need for it and all that. Like I said, start in July, I have August, September. Um, I might start a little earlier, I don't know. It's gonna depend, it really is. But I'm thinking for seven grand, I can definitely get started. I was thinking it was going to be closer to 10 grand, but that's like if I start saving like right now, pretty much. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm definitely planning to be out of here around this time, maybe a little later of next year. So I don't want to stay any longer than that. uh, too much shit going wrong with this place for me to stick around got water damage in the ceiling and the walls he's gonna have to renovate this whole place so hopefully this place will hold up for the next year I don't know I've been here for two years I do believe and it's an old place Made out of brick. Very old. I think it used to be a barber shop, but I don't know. And so, whenever I moved in here, you can tell that he's just repainted over shit. Because, first of all, if you take the wall outlet cover off, there's like nine layers of paint. He can barely even get the wall cover on for the outlets because there's so much paint and then (laughs) certain spots in the ceiling and stuff you can see like the white you know like looks like drywall or whatever but it's just like patches you know where he's just patched over it in the past and then painted over it and all the water's kind of got to that so anywho (laughs) he knows it he knows that it's a problem he's just trying to cover it up And I'm not going to tell him about it because he already knows about it. And I'm not trying to have him come in here and work on the place whenever I'm trying to get sleep at fucking in the morning time whenever I got to be up for work, so. He's just going to have to work on it whenever I leave. Because he ain't going to be able to rent this place out to anybody until he fixes it anyways so my mom kept trying to ask me um why don't you tell him about it why don't you tell him about the damage and shit because it's it's gonna be pointless he already knows about it so honestly like I said, he's going to have to tear out all the walls and all the ceilings and everything and redo it anyways and he's going to have to replace a lot of the baseboards and shit like that, so what's the point in telling him about it now? It's not really like, there's no black mold or anything that I can see. Um, I think he kind of went over it with some primer or something, I don't know. Who knows but um we're gonna try and stick it out for another year huh. definitely it's not not bad at all so like i said everything that he's got in here is outdated anyways it's like from the fucking 70s so if he wants to charge anything more than 650 for somebody to live here He's gonna have to renovate this place. Nobody is gonna move in here. And it's gonna be really limited to who he has move in here, anyways, because utterly people can't get up the stairs. Young people party and are allowed too much and have kids. So, you know, it's just not gonna work. That's the reason why he's kinda of let me stay here. As long as he has without renewing another lease because I pay my rent on time and he doesn't ever have any complaints out of me. So, it's, it's an okay kind of place, but it's not ideal. Some things it can be better, but it's not total fucking hole in the wall anywho I'm gonna drink another beer smoke a little bit more weed um I gotta fold that laundry in there still I already took one load out now I gotta fold another load or hang it that's a shitty thing is <laughs> when you don't have a dryer and you gotta hang dry shit. Kinda sucks. Anywho. I will tell you that I am gonna end up buying another power bank soon. Um I've had this power brick for a long time and when I say it's a brick I mean it's about the size of a regular paving brick and it's made by Owltech which is made in China but I bought it off Amazon for like 60 bucks. It's a lithium-ion 73 watt hour battery. You can charge it up with a USB-C cable but you can use the uh, 2.4 amp charging slot, the 3.0 quick charge USB or the 3 amp uh, USB-C or it's got a wall outlet adapter on the back if you want to just plug in your, um, if you just want to plug it in straight into the back like a wall outlet but I think it uses more battery because it has an inverter that it has to use, so, anywho, I've used this thing for years, probably a couple years at least, I've had it, used it countless times, and what I usually do is I charge it up before a storm, because if the power goes out, I can charge up my phone at least three times with this thing, so... Especially if I'm not even really using my phone And if I charge my phone up and the power is still out I Can conserve it and save it and Then Let's say my power is out the next morning. I've still got 50% battery So I can charge up my phone again. It's really useful for that kind of thing. But it's also useful if you're camping, it's useful if um, you're lazy, and your bed, and your wall outlet is 30 foot away, and it just won't reach. (laughs) Many different uses for it. So I let it sit here, and I let it sit here, and I let it sit here, because I didn't have a quick charger. And if you don't have a quick charger to charge this thing up, it takes like fucking seven hours. It takes forever. It's not very good on the battery, and um, so I finally got a quick charger, and I didn't have any wall outlet for a while that would charge it at all. So it it went completely dead, down to zero. I mean, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even, like there's usually a screen that you can click and it'll tell you if it's at zero or a hundred or whatever. It didn't even it didn't even light up so it was really completely dead from what I hear that's really bad for a, for a battery so so anyways it's it's for 60 bucks you can't beat it and I'm sure there's other power banks out there for the same price maybe even cheaper but I would get something that is like 73 watt hours of battery something about the same size as this because anything smaller is like you're going to be charging it up all the time I mean this thing I can charge up and maybe get 3 or 4 charges out of my phone but you know you got to charge anything else up you're kind of fucked and if you got you know a small power bank where You can't even get a full charge. Then, you know, what are you doing? So, it's pretty much the closest you can get to getting a Jackery battery. Which, I thought about getting one of the small ones just to have for that reason. Because you can charge your phone up with it. (coughs) When the power is out and everything, you'd have more than enough power to charge your phone up but you can't really carry it around with you in your book bag and that's the reason why i like these power banks is because it's like a brick i can put it in there i can get three or four charges out of it it'll last me like my battery is a two-day battery if i don't use it so it'll last me a whole week if i don't use my phone really good investment I mean 60 bucks well spent I've got my money's worth out of it even if it quit tomorrow so I'm going to look into buying another one just as a replacement just in case this one kind of goes kaput I'm also looking to get a new phone soon but I don't know what I'm going to end up buying I don't want to say soon because it's going to be a little bit because right now I'm running off of Um, the phone that I've had for the longest time and I really like it So, but I know within the next year or two I'm probably going to end up getting another phone so maybe within the next year, I don't know anywho phones are very expensive, I looked up Samsung S22, I do believe that's what it's called, it was like $1,800, so <laughs> I I, I can probably I can probably buy it, I can probably save up the money and buy it with this new job, but that's just a lot of money to be coughing up to me, so I mean I got a phone that's worth like two months rent. <laughs> more than 2 months rent That's the way things are going now. Everything's going that way. Prices of everything are skyrocketing. It's fucking crazy. Dude, you cannot leave the store without spending 50 bucks. Like there's There's nothing there for a dollar, I can tell you that. Like, everything's going up. Everything. And when, you know, you hear about it on the news, oh, inflation, this, blah, 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 but when you really go in the store and you look and you pay attention, like me, you know, there is literally nothing you can get except for ramen noodles for less than a dollar at the store. it's really hard, it's really hard to find something for a dollar or less believe me especially at county market so um you know I'm gonna be eating different, I'm gonna be spending more money on that it's gonna cost me at least three hundred dollars a month, probably I, w- I was going to say 200 but I'm going to say 300 just to be safe because when you're putting on muscle and you're eating a lot and you're you know putting on protein and you got to have all your vegetables fresh every you know other every 3 days it it gets pretty expensive so I could probably go to rulers and get some cheap produce and whatnot, but how long is it going to last? Probably more than Walmart's, but anywho I might make another podcast <laughs> maybe I know I said, you know, this wasn't going to probably be that long and I wasn't going to make another one and blah blah blah, but I don't know, still got some beer to drink, and um, still got some more weed to smoke. It's just starting to rain here, so they said it was going to rain about 3 or 4 in the morning really bad. It was going to be really bad. Lightning and everything. So I don't know. We're going to see It's too bad. I don't know if I'm going to still make a podcast. It hasn't started lightning yet, but I can hear the rain coming. So I've got the battery to power it, but I just don't want to be using Wi-Fi with a lightning storm. (laughs) It just isn't really safe. I get to thinking about that all the time. I'm like, when you're using Wi-Fi, you've got a signal that is literally beaming out into the air, trying to pick up a Wi-Fi connection. But that signal is beaming through the air. It has an electric current to it. So, I mean, it's like having your TV on in a lightning storm, or being by the window, or, you know, it's just dangerous. So... Don't fucking use your phone, especially with your Wi-Fi on, I don't know, cell, cell phone data from the towers is just as bad, but don't fucking be using your phone in a lightning storm. It's crazy. You'll be sitting there fucking talking to your friends one minute and then bam, you'll get hit and you'll be dead. So, just don't do it. Turn the fucking Wi Fi off, let it sit for 30 minutes, you'll be okay. <laughs> You're not going to shrivel up and die if you can't talk to people. So, when Facebook went down for a day or two, honestly, it was the best thing that ever happened. So, I really wish that somebody could just knock out like a satellite or something. <laughs> I know they don't run off satellites, but what if they did? It'd be so easy just to get rid of Mark Zuckerberg. Jeez. So anywho. I probably will make another podcast. But that one's definitely not gonna be an hour long. So till the next one. It was real, it was fun. But it wasn't real fun produces